This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Told you it gets you pumped, doesn't it? It's really good. It's really fun. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast. We've got the one and only Ashley Iconetti. Thanks, Ben. we got the one and only Ben Higgins. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. And maybe the biggest guest of all time. Hannah G is in the studio. Oh, <laughs> <Woo, hi. laughs> Hannah G is going to sit around, co-host this episode with us. Our minds are blown. We've just found out that Hannah B. Can we just call you Hannah? I don't that know. A, that's confusing. Yeah, well, I think you guys are permanently Hannah B and Hannah G. Like I'm permanently Ashley I. You will forever have to have the G. I'm good with Hannah G. I okay. like Hannah G. I mean, so cute. I know, but like... We're going to call you Hannah G. Okay. Hannah B is now The Bachelorette. Colton is with Cassie. The world is happy. This is the happiest episode I've watched in the longest time. I felt like for the first time I was watching an episode of Finale like I did when I was just a fan. And I got so giddy, like I got a lump in my throat. It wasn't like I was happy for my friend. I was just like happy for these two people in love. It's so, it was so good. The internet strongly disagrees. So, so before we dive into <laughs> unpopular, popular opinions, because Ashley did, she walked into studio and was ecstatic. I mean, just bright, cheery eyed, skipping. So like looking at all of us being like, are you Excited? We're like, I think so, but we're reading the internet, and the internet isn't isn't exactly sharing the same emotions That's that Ashley so does. Sad. So let's pause there, because I want you to save this excitement to explain this episode. But we have to start, I think, because Hannah G just got off the show last night, and Hannah, you come in here, you're our fan favorite. You walk into studio, and we're all excited to see you. Last night was your, your exit from the show. It was an odd exit, in our opinion, because you weren't. we didn't even know if you were still there. Like We thought maybe you had already gone home, and then all of a sudden you pop back up on our screens. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we don't want to be insensitive to the idea that you were let go last night, but it was months ago at this point. Yeah. Um, what are your emotions walking into last night and now today as you wake up off the show? So, oh, it sounds so crazy in this. This is, this is her first podcast. This is and my so, first podcast. Yeah, she has the headphones on. Actually, I'm going to snap a picture and we're going we're gonna to post this <laughs> as she talks. Um, You're the cutest person ever. Oh, you guys I've are cute. I've been saying Hannah B is my favorite and cutest person ever, but I got to oh. say you're a close second right now. She's like Whoa. really good. Like, I'm really vibing you. I don't want you I'm to leave. With you guys. Yeah, it's kind of like you, you're Aww. sitting in here and it's kind of like, I don't, I, I want you here all the time just like <laughs> to hang out with. I'll just come and sit in here and listen yeah. all the time. I you, wish they would have shown more of this on the show. Uh, well, shoot. Kind of same. I um, know, right? I heard, <laughs> I've heard rumors about you being so delightful. Yeah. And now I'm experiencing wow. it first. I kind of feel the same way, Ash. Let's go back to Ben's question because I really <laughs> okay, okay. the answer. Sorry. All right. Um, you know, like I said, it's been months since the whole breakup and all of that happened. But um, I just know for me, it's been every single day I've been having, you know, kind of struggles with this and... You know, although time helps and there's closure and all of that kind of stuff, it's like at the end of the day, like that moment last night brought me back to mm-hmm. it. And, you know, for me, I didn't know if I was going to cry or if I was going to be all happy go lucky, like, woo, yay, go team, I'm fine. And really, I'm not because I've had a lot of like 
hard days um, going throughout all of this and kind of living in the past and everything. But um, yeah, last night brought it all back and it was real. And then I know in the moment I was so scared, but for some reason I was just like, okay, I have not gone through all of this to not speak my heart and get all of these questions answered because my emotions were so real. And, you know, I've, I've heard you guys say it before. I've heard anybody on the past season say like, you know, when your heart's in it, it's hard. And you're just like, oh, okay, but I'm watching that, like watching this on TV, it's entertainment, whatever. But being in that position and having those moments be really, really real and really hard um, wasn't fun. But went out there, did my thing, marked off all my questions that I wanted to ask. And I felt like I walked off stage like, like superwoman or something. You got the <laughs> superwoman applause from the internet. That's for sure. Yeah, People were loving crazy. you last night and you were so articulate and you just Thank came you. out. You didn't have, you didn't come across to have a nervous bone in your body. I felt really calm. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it was like, you know, before I was kind of pacing my room and I was like, oh my gosh, what did I sign up for? I'd rather just like do a conference call and get closure <laughs> instead. Like, well, I don't want to watch this. This is terrible. Um, but, you know, I think it was good to have all that build up and just freaking do it. And um, it felt good. And I feel like I did get some closure and there's no perfect way to be like, oh, this would have been a better way to break up with me. And right. this would have, you know, this was hard. It's like, he had to go with his gut and um, <laughs> it just sucks in my case. And there's no better way to put it. And it's just been hard for me because I thought otherwise. But I, I think yeah. for you, there hasn't been a an elimination in the top three that has so many what ifs attached to it. Because if you were the first date that week, I don't know how it would have played out. I really wonder if he would have taken the two of you to top two. Yeah. I, it's just a what if thing. Yeah. You know, and he, something that was weird is when he was breaking up with me, he was like, I thought it was you the whole time. Yeah. That but was then, weird for him to say to and you. And that's fine. But then watching back and watching him tell Cassie the night before that, oh, I think about you while I'm with other women. I'm like, Wait, which one's true then? Like, those are both opposite statements and whatever, true, false, whatever. He's happy. And, um, you know, I want somebody who just would love me back. And um, I think it's as simple as that, even though um, it wasn't fun. But I am glad I finally, like, spoke my piece. Like, this whole time, it's like, who's Hannah? Where's her personality? And I'm like, hey, guys, I kind of do have a personality. Like, that's how I connect with people every day. It's like, I'm kind of quirky. I'm kind of weird. I'm a great listener, a good friend, whatever. But, and it's worked in real life. But for this, it was like, whoa, like, you know, it's only shown such a small part of who I am. And I was like, well, we're alive and you can't edit this out. So let's freaking go. (laughs) I love because look at how much personality you have. And then all they showed on the show was like you guys making out. Like you were like the hottie (laughs) he liked to play with, not like this girl that he liked to have conversations with. Yeah, for sure. Didn't expect that it to be like that at all i i felt all sorts of kind of weird watching you sometimes during this show not because of who you are no but that yeah. mud scene i said it on the podcast i said i felt weird from my head to my toes like <laughs> I, I, I was I sitting like a teenage boy in the living room and be like this is my buddy colton <laughs> and like i 
I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm blushing. I'm warm. I'm hot. <laughs> um, that was weird. Yeah, I tried to avoid texting my dad for about a week after that. <laughs> what and was just his hoping- response? You go, HG. Woo. Like, no. just simple. He has no idea. Like, what do you say as a dad? Like, I don't want to make my daughter feel shameful or weird or <laughs> against. He's just like, yeah, yeah, go. You go, daughter. So he asked me literally the other day. He's so sweet. But he was like, I'm surprised. They're, I have to say in a country accent because he's like super yeah. Southern. And he's like, I'm surprised they're not flying y'all to some cool location for this last rose ceremony. And I was like, it's not a rose ceremony. I was like. He already broke up with me. <laughs> and he's like, there's not a rose ser- after the final something rose. And I was like, no, it's after the final rose. I was like, no, I mean, I just, it's like a stage thing. I don't know. And he was like, oh, well, good luck. And I'm like, okay, love you. And, you know, the love and the support is totally there. But he has no clue what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> or even what I signed up for. <laughs> I one time alluded to doing something like being down to do something sexual in the fantasy suite. And my dad texted me like wallet air on the East Coast. And he was like, oh, Ashley. And I was like, Dad, don't even acknowledge it. Yeah, <laughs> Don't please like don't watch it. Don't talk about it. I watched. I had a yeah. really uh, intense scene and I wa- I just happened to make it home to Indiana for this episode. And my grandma, my mom, my dad were in the room and we they invited. So they invi- this is the worst part. They invited their uh, Bible study over. No. Yeah. Danger zone. And they all we all sat in the same room and watched this. And then, you know how on the show, sometimes when it gets heated, like the music actually stops playing and it's just the sound of the kissing oh, that exists. Stop. And I'm sitting there and like, there's no way to run away from it because everybody's sitting around you. <laughs> the TV's on. You can crack a joke, but you just want it to be over. And like for you, Hannah, I'm going to tell you, like your scene lasted a long time. Like I was hoping it was going to be over or it was going to be too weird for me. I was very ready for that to be over, especially with the whole outcome thing. It's like, Um, this is just terrible. mm -hmm. Um, But good on you. It wasn't, it was, it was. It's, I'll, I'll take it. Like there's so many other kind of, you know, edits and things like that. And I don't think I was misrepresented or anything. I Mm -hmm. think it just kind of. Who was alone on that island? That was aggressive. Who was that? Cassie. When, when oh, remember Cassie, Colton? That was, yeah. that was very um a lot of like yeah, that was bug, a grabby grab. Date. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes. So yeah. you're not alone. Let's set the record st- yeah. straight though here, because a lot of the people that watch the show do listen to the podcast. Hannah G's got personality so much, so much. I just you're 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 a bubbly little force. You walk in here, you're, you're glowing. Everybody's wow. like mag mag magnetized to you or like uh. That works. Does that work? She has that like thing where you, you think you're her friend already. Yeah. Yes. I feel like, so, I feel like yeah. we're her friend. We're not buttering you up. We don't say this but, to everybody. Yeah, we're pretty mean sometimes. But everybody <laughs> thinks that about you guys. Like, yeah. I really feel like I've well, um, known yeah. you guys for a while. Aww. Ben and Ashley, for sure. I get a lot of that. <laughs> I hate you. So I'll go in the other room while you all talk. Okay. So, <laughs> Hannah, you've mentioned a couple times that you had to get some things off your chest last night. Mm-hmm. What were those things? Is it anger? Is it sadness? Like, what were the things that you felt like you need to get off your chest last night with Colton? Every emotion. Um, I had 80 million emotions going on in my head, and I don't know if it was just categorized as sad or mad. I don't know. I I was more feisty than I thought. I hope I didn't say anything like, rude or mean because i'm never like that i'm never like okay let's bring it on but you know i thought chris harrison was gonna be like 
asking more questions the whole time and stuff. But as soon as I was like, oh, he's not asking anything in my head, I was like, all right, let's play the question game. Let's go. And so I just was trying to just put it all out there and just see what he had to say. And I mean, some people could say like, oh, some of his answers are safe or whatever, but is there a right way to answer it? And did I want to hear? Oh, yeah, no, I for sure thought it was Cassie, like not you. I was just like, ouch. And in that moment when you're so vulnerable and, you know, everybody's looking at you, I just felt so small just standing there being like, it's all come down to this. Like it was just all of these moments in my head that hit me. And I was like, I had real legit feelings for this guy. And I honestly, for real thought that this whole year was going to be different. Like my birthday and even his birth, like we just it, like, you know, holidays, all these things. I thought it was going to be us. So it was very like super intense. But um, would you have accepted a proposal from him? Yes. I, I, I got my ring sized while, while I was like out here and everything. And I was like, okay, like, I, I mean, it wasn't an option in my head to not be here with him. Is it a, you know, a very quick process and journey or whatever? <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't ever an option to not be with him. And I thought he felt the same. So that's why I allowed myself to feel that way. Uh-huh. Isn't it funny? Anyways. The word journey, like you hear as a bachelor fan and you're like, wow, that's corny. And then you experience it and you're like, there's really no other word this to use. This is a journey. <laughs> Do you guys ever have those moments where it's just like, all these different things in your head and it's like you know just those moments where it's really real and sometimes i watch and i'm just like disconnected i'm like look i'm fine it's been you know months we're good move on he's not into you but then there's just some moments where it's like whoa geez this is my real life you know does it feel like a breakup still like a real breakup not as much okay i feel like i've had a lot of those feelings and um after yesterday um Honestly, I haven't had a ton of time to process it. I've just been going, going. I've only done one scroll to my phone and I need to reply to all these like sweet messages and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, is it like the Taylor Swift song, Clean? Which one is that? Well, I was hoping that you would know. This is, this but, is, this is, but you sound like me like, right now. Ashley, please explain what clean is. I don't know. Um, basically, like, <laughs> she wakes up one morning and she just feels like she was kind of rid of that relationship and it's shocking. And she's like, wow, it actually happened. I think she wrote that song about me then. Okay. <laughs> That's how I feel. You have to download it for the car after this. Yeah. I think the weight is lifted off me. And, um, you know, sometimes it's not about my story. I knew it wasn't the Hannah and Colton show, you know, but sometimes things don't always work in your favor. And sometimes, you know, it's for other people's happiness, not your own. He was totally distraught after he broke up with you. How did that feel watching back? I didn't know how sad he was um, when he left. Um, I don't know if I want to say like it made me kind of feel better to see that it wasn't as mm-hmm. easy on him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I no, that's a that's a viable now that answer it's out there that it's, you know, Cassie Cole, I just like almost feel weird talking about it at this mm-hmm. point because it's just like I don't want to put any rain on their like really exciting moment, even though it didn't work out for me. It's like I think deep down, I'm just kind of like, you know what? It is what it is. Like this happened months ago. And I think that this is a really special day for them. And um, I wouldn't want to be the kind of person being like, you know. So are you good? Are you good in a couple minutes if we break down the episode together? You okay with that? 
Oh, we can do that. That's okay, fine. <laughs> I, I want to make sure it's okay with you. Yes, I just don't want to seem like I'm being bitter about anything. You're not. And, yeah. and I think, I mean, I can't imagine how Colton's feeling because, I mean, just being around you right now, it's obvious that he was probably like, holy cow, I've got, and Tasha was here last night and we're like, both of you are just incredible, right? And I've never met Cassie, but I'm sure she's wonderful also. And so he's at the end of this and I, I just go back to what I was feeling at the time, right? And he has three amazing women that he likes and that he, he he probably loves at some level or at least really cares for. But he has one of you that he's saying, I cannot live without you. I cannot go through this experience and not end up with you. Or And if I do, I'm willing to lose everything else in the process. I can't imagine. I mean, for me, you know, I, I obviously am, I told two women I love them, one of which I desperately wanted to be with and the other one i was like i in any other circumstance in the world i would be so happy and so lucky to be your partner so if i'm colton here i'm talking to you and for the first time it hit me it took a lot of courage for him to walk into a room with you where you are so incredible and he cares about you so much he says i'm willing to let this wonderful woman go for the sake of something that i can't live without and it, it just hit me as you were talking and then he's distraught because like in my head, I'd be so much my own head the whole time walking in that room. Is this worth it? Is this the right decision? I'm losing an incredible person, but it's what I feel like I need to do. I mean, he could have lost it all after your, after walking out of your room. Like he could have lost somebody that would have been so great for him. So I don't know. I'm just sitting here. I'm like, man, for the first time, it's hit me how hard that had to be for all of you, including Colton, yeah. who honestly, even as a friend, like tonight, after last night, I kind of judged him like, you're an idiot. Like, come on. Like, what are you doing? Like, she doesn't like you. Move on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, I can't. I can't move on. Yeah. Ooh, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Um, I think in the moment, at least, I haven't seen this new episode and how everything really ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only been able to make assumptions and I. it's really just one big, like, IDK. But <laughs> ew, I don't know why I said that. I yeah. love it. That sounds very millennial. IDK. IDK. It's a one big IDK. LOL. You say, you say lols. Yeah. Lols. Lols. I'm, I'm, a lo- I'm guilty of lols all the time. Uh. Lols. JK. Anyway, okay, I'm done. Um, but, you know, I don't even know how to express this because I don't even know if this is a valid point, but I, for some reason it was hard seeing that or maybe it was more of a slap in the face for some reason that he was chasing somebody who told him that they didn't love him. And then I'm over here like, Oh, hi. Like I, I love you. Like, you know, putting my feelings out there. So so it's almost like, I wonder if I would have, I think it would have sucked either, either way. Let's be real. But I kind of wonder if, you know, if she did, if it was a strong relationship that I was losing to, I guess that's what I'm trying to get to the point of mm-hmm. is like, if it was like, okay, like, you know, if there's a relationship that's stronger than mine, then they should be together. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what I held on to. And I said that in so many interviews being like, if there's a relationship that's any stronger than, than mine, um, then they should be together because that's what people deserve. And I didn't think it was possible. Um, but so I think in the moment seeing that she kind of just left, that's where for me, I was like, well, ouch, like I'm over here 
giving it all I got. And, you know, but I yeah. want to see tonight. I think um, once I watch that episode, it's going to maybe give me more answers and stuff. But right now, I'm just kind of left hanging on like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm in Portugal now and I'm jet lagged and now I have to go home. <laughs> How long were you in Portugal real quick? Um, I feel like all the days kind of ended up combining, but like three or four days and then I couldn't go home, you know, for like a week after. <laughs> I asked Tasha about that last night. She said there was like three days where she was in Portugal. Yeah. Knowing she's dumped. I think that's the norm. And like yeah. stuck there and just had to go around with Eddie, the producer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty normal. I, yeah, I would have um, wine dates with my producer, like at. Who was your producer? Ryan. Okay. Um, I love her. And um, we would have wine dates and I, <laughs> I wonder if I can say this, but like, <laughs> So there's apparently like a gift that you can give, you know, the person or whatever. And I ended up getting, you know, Colton a gift Mm -hmm. and there's a slow motion video somewhere on Ryan's phone of me breaking it on the ground in Portugal (laughs) and it's slow motion. I don't have the video, sadly. Um, Well, actually, whatever, but it's somewhere out there. It was a moment. Can you tell us what you got him? I don't know. Okay. We'll think about it. Like a Some picture other. frame or something. Like something. Okay. Yeah. A little something, something. Yeah, a little, little I, picture frame. Here, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It was something in relation to the home thing. Oh, okay. And so um, now that's on the streets of Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> I got a crazy hypothetical for you. Yeah. So what if he said all that stuff that he did that night with Cassie and then Cassie left and he jumped the fence and he was distraught. But then the next morning he woke up and decided he still wanted to go on a date with you. And then you found this out either on the date or even, you know, in, in watching it back or through producers or whatever. How would you have felt about that? Ouch. Yeah. I, so I you mean, would I think- prefer having not had the date. I wanted the time that I felt like I deserved in the moment and that's I mean he said like he was like I gave everybody a chance you know and or I was like why'd you make me feel like it was me the whole time he was like I don't know if they heard this but like he was like because I felt like I had to give everybody a chance and I'm like you didn't give me a chance (laughs) they did you didn't give me one he kind of said that yesterday when he said that he got lost in the role of bachelor yeah where I feel like sometimes what do you mean by that I I interpreted it as he he like almost wanted to stay neutral to a certain point so that like he yeah. wouldn't lead the audience on. Really? I don't know. That that's what I thought from it. What did you think? Like he had he like gave everybody a chance, made it seem like everybody was in the level playing field so that nobody was let on. It, the mm. one thing Colton didn't do great as a bachelor is we knew who he liked. I mean, week two. Like, it was very clear who he didn't like. Who he didn't like, sure, but we knew that he liked a lot of... We knew that there was, like, a good four or five that he really liked. Yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, honestly, down to the end, it, it did... Yeah, you, you seemed right there. What What are your thoughts on Colton now? I'm proud that he followed his heart. And even though... I mean, I don't want to say that because I'm like, you know, ouch, like, I'm better and there's just a few things, but, you know... The big picture is, is that um, I don't think he has a bad bone in his body. Yeah. And I don't, he wasn't doing any of that to be, 
you know, manipulative. That's a hard word. <laughs> um, like magnetized. I don't know. Yeah, we, we know what you're saying. Yeah. He's being magnetized. No. Um, but, you know, I think he's a good guy and um, he deserves happiness. But so does everybody else. Everybody deserves to find their person. And I can't I, just be mad because it wasn't me. Like, that's not how this works. Am I sad and felt like I wanted answers to be able to turn the page? Yeah. But that expression is thrown around all the time in Bachelor Nation. They deserve love. He or she is so deserving of love. Aren't we all? Yeah. I just think it's kind of weird sometimes totally. the way they use it. You're so right. Yeah. So we need to take a break, but a listener, a very savvy listener, just discovered something that right after this break, I want to ask you guys about. Like she just emailed it in and even I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's the wow. same thing that I got DM'd to me a couple hours ago. Well, let's mm. find out. Let's find out, but before we do. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's 
cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Caulipower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Caulipower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Caulipower, crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC, can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This week alone, Ashley... I'm not going to go into the details necessarily of the conversation that I had, but I, I sat with a friend of mine for two days uh, who is in a really tough place in life. We'll say it that way. And he mentioned to me that he is going to start, and he already had started at one previous time in his life, uh, reaching out to BetterHelp because of kind of the the setup of BetterHelp, right? It's it's virtual if you're not kind of like clicking with the person that you're assigned to or that you get to have, you can move to somebody else. BetterHelp came up in my life organically this week, and I was so excited because I immediately said, I don't know if it was appropriate given the conversation, but I said, my podcast, you know, promotes BetterHelp and talks about BetterHelp, and we have for a while. So BetterHelp is out there. It's a growing brand who is benefiting many, many people. It sure is. Uh, We love it because you can do it through text. You can do it through phone. You can do it uh, video chat. And a lot of people just don't need the anxiety of driving to an office and whatnot when it comes to therapy. And also just the whole dating a therapist thing. It's like awkward. You go see one and you don't click. Well, you can change therapists whenever you want. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, we definitely suggest going to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, like I just said, and it's convenient, flexible, can be suited to your schedule. And all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. To learn to make time for what makes you happy, go to BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash almost. So producer Amy just came up with uh, an email that is shocking, confusing, to say the least. Ashley, you're an expert at the behind the scenes. Please explain to our listeners exactly what this is. Okay, so if you guys are the type that study the super tease like crazy, you would notice that there is a scene clipped in there of Colton dressed up 
with a ring box in his hand, but there's no ring in that box. And I know a couple weeks ago when they started to show that clip, people were like, what's up with there being no ring in the box? And immediately from my behind the scenes, you know, brain, I was like, they totally taped that just for the tease. And now it seems How like How do we that, know there's no ring in the box? Oh, if you look closely, you'll see there's no ring in the box. They had it from multiple angles. I can show you a picture oh. of different angles. There's no ring in the box. So I'm I'm interested to know whether they added that in there, especially with no ring in the box, just to add buzz for the super pe- super fans that analyze the crap out of it. Or if they actually just had, had a little blooper and they forgot to put the ring in there and they just handed him a box and didn't mean to get it from that angle. I don't actually have a problem. I'm wondering what you guys think with them faking that for the super tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of right, into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to know everything. So, so yeah. what if he never actually shot that? I'm sure some of those shower scenes were like promotional too. The shower scenes must have all been filmed like within two days. You know, there's no way they got him in a shower in every city you guys went to. One long shower. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean they really kind of do. <laughs> I'm not playing. I had somebody like videotape me take a shower often. You wear like yeah, some, your underwear in there? Um, yeah. I mean, at the beginning you do, but then you get so comfortable with everybody. And at one point, quite honestly, I wonder if Colton got this way. We'll have to ask him when he comes on. But um, at some point, you're like, I'm sick of you videotaping me showering. So as a result, you're gonna have to look at my nuts. No way. Yeah. Like I'm oh. gonna be, I'm gonna be butt naked here, and if you want to be involved in it. Ben, I feel like you're very open with your body, though, in that kind of case. I think Colton. Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but definitely. Like, Colton's probably a little more, like, Some, reserved. Yeah. I, I, but it, you get what I'm saying. Like, at some point, you're so sick of them sh- videotaping you showering that you're like, if you're going to do this. Then I got to get clean. Well, I'm going to clean. Yeah. yeah. And if you're going to get this close to me, then you're going to suffer the consequences. <laughs> don't waste water. Don't, yeah, don't waste know? water. Save the water. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um. Hannah, before we move into the episode, let's start now. Let's just transition to... Oh, a, wait. I got two more. The, to the questions that Ashley has <laughs> to end this. Um, but I, I'm really impressed after because I was there last night, and I want to say this before Ashley finishes up, that you do seem to have a really good... like I can tell even talking to you that you cared about this guy a lot, that you have a lot of respect for him still, but that this is... This is, a, in a sense, a distant memory. Like, this is months ago. It's fresh from last night, but it's months ago. And you, there's still emotion involved. And there still was confusion as of last night. But you do seem to have a really logical perspective on it. And and I want to say, because you get a lot of people that, that come off in second, I think, are a little bitter, a little angry. Don't hold back of, like, I don't like this person. They've hurt me. It's really great to have, have somebody walk in here and be like, I'm just, you know, it sucks. It's weird. But I want what's best. And I can tell you mean that. So um, I wanted to say that before Ashley kind of finished up with these last two questions. Okay. Last night you said what you did to me was the same thing that Cassie did to you. Can you elaborate on what you meant by that? Did that just simply mean you broke my heart and she broke yours? I'm sort of. I I was hoping that wasn't like I in my head that that one statement kept popping up the entire time I was talking to him. And I was like, don't say it. That might like hurt their feelings. I don't know. And then for some reason I just had to, because I was just like, okay, like, you know, I hate saying it, but like, 
Cassie, you know, she went in there, didn't want to even give him the chance to hang out in the fantasy suite. I had 10 pages of questions I wanted to ask him. that's what you So, went in, didn't even want to give him the chance at all to move forward with this relationship, which she, maybe she has different reasoning. Yes, all of that stuff. But, um, and then she left and he jumps a fence. He comes in, does the exact same thing with me and blindsides me too. And I was just like, wait, that's it. And, um, you know, he had an happy, a happy ending from all of that. And I was literally just left with, oh yeah, I don't know. Like, if I'm engaged or not, stay tuned kind of thing for months. So that's where I was like, you know what? Like, I know how hard that must have been for him, but I felt like I was kind of robbed of a chance. Like how he was too. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. I thought for a second, like just just from watching last night's episode once, I was like, oh yeah, heartbroken. You're both heartbroken, but you're right. You weren't given the chance, the extra time that you wanted. Yeah. This is not about you. <laughs> now that Cassie is so happy with Colton, it makes me think of Women Tell All. And it makes me weirded out that Kaylin, her very best friend, who apparently flies here to see her on like a weekly basis, cried so hard over this guy that her best friend is, is so mm. in love with and hangs and then and do they hang out together like. Was that Kaylin's first time seeing him if they are together all the time? I just think it is really weird for her to be like, I'm still so distraught over this, but I know that you're so happy with my best friend. Yeah. But then again, so many things and situations in this entire Bachelor world is weird. And it's just, you know, like I'm friends with people that were dating the same dude that i was you know it is it's a weird thing so i think she has every right for her to have feelings i I don't know what do you guys think i I think it's weird i do i I didn't even think about that ash like it is kind of odd like to think you probably saw them together multiple times that you're celebrating your friend's relationship it would be odd to even put on the front that you were upset but I get maybe why. Maybe at that moment it hit her that this was ending. Or maybe, it's, I don't know. I hate, I don't even know. Maybe she had these emotions built up and she remembered those emotions and she saved her response for the tell-all because she knew it was her time to speak on. I mean, I can ima- I cannot imagine a scenario where Kaylin shows up to a house with Cassie and Colton, even if she's hurt and upset, where she sits down and she's like, Colton, you hurt me. Like you, yeah. this, this suck. Like that would be weird for him. Yeah, so the only time to do it was up. maybe tell all. Yeah. That's yeah. a possibility. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm, I haven't really talked to any of the women from my season since the show, Yeah, you know, a yeah. couple of like Lauren's friends would come in into town and, and everything. But at that point it was so far removed that it was kind of over. Mm-hmm. None of them ever confronted me on it. So I don't know that. I, I don't know how to relate with that, but I guess it's, perfect comparison would be like if Amanda Stanton just lost it on you. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. You gotta have Amanda Stanton vibes, Hannah. I've been told that. Yeah. yeah. yeah she, That's a compliment. Yeah. Amanda. Amanda's a good, a, a she great woman. She carries herself well. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. Ca- you ca- like I can see you guys kicking it and being good friends. Having a lot of fun. We'll be homies. Yeah, you can be homies. <laughs> she feels like home. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. Too soon. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that is odd, Ash. That's a re- 
You're always good at that. No, you always find those like one things that make that me go interesting. interesting. I think like a girl. Huh? I think like a girl. Yeah. Like a guy. So that's I good. Do. That's why this podcast I'm like slow. Works. No. <laughs> no. I was actually, I was just talking to Jessica, my girlfriend before this on FaceTime. She's with like a bunch of girls tonight. And I was like, oh, Hannah G's coming to the studio. I was like, what do you girls think of it? And they're like, oh, we love Hannah G. We Aww. think she's so cute. And then Jessica goes, don't get any ideas, Ben. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I said, Aww. Jess, you never know. You never know. Oh, no, you <laughs> yeah. didn't. She didn't like that very much. Oh, that's, that's a very um, nerve-wracking answer. But yeah, uh, Hannah, you have lived up to expectations. Let's uh, switch gears for a second. Um, because we, we really, I really want you in here to break down tonight's episode. I know you haven't seen it, uh, but that's okay because we'll fill you in. And I want to unleash my co-host, Ashley Iconetti, <laughs> because she's built up like a, a bomb and an explosion of excitement. But I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to articulate it. That's, what That's okay. okay. I'm just going to let you okay. lose. Okay. And then Hannah and I are going to sit back and listen and follow suit. Hannah, on tonight's episode, Cassie ends up with Colton. And Colton ends up with Cassie, maybe I should say. And they, they, they we see an episode where they're, they travel to Spain to meet Colton's family. And I, I'll say this, and I've been the hater all season. I, I, I love this season. But I've, I've had to be the devil's advocate because Ashley is so positive about the season. I mean, I've had to pull back a little bit yeah, and be like, really, but what about I, this? I really can't come up with the best. Yeah. So I thought this episode was a little confusing because we see Hannah leave last week. We're, we're a fan of... I thought, Hannah, you actually played a big role in tonight's episode because I thought you were going to walk out as a bachelor at one. And you didn't. So that was confusing me. The second point was that the Cassie-Colton relationship starts out where he walks in, he knocks on the door... And they, they meet and they start talking and she's still not, she doesn't seem sold out on the idea of being with Colton. No, no. She seems really confused to me. And then he goes, do you want to go to Spain though and meet my family? And this is how I'm reading it. Fans, listeners, please write in to Ben and Ashley iHeartMedia.com and tell me if you completely disagree. That's okay if you do. I'm, but I'm watching this in the back room with Jason Tardick and I'm like, Jason, tell me if I'm not reading this correctly. She's still not sold out. They go to Spain. He sits down with the family. He seems in great spirits. He starts telling him about the experience. Then she comes in and is still not sold out. So his family gets really emotional because they're like, you don't care about my son as much as he cares about you is what I'm reading here. And, and Cassie, and give her credit, she's being genuine and authentic. She's like, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm there yet, but we're, we're working on it. We're trying. We're, we're figuring it out. Fair enough. I'm not asking you to fall in love with this guy. I'm just saying, hey, what's happening? I'm still confused. And then they go on a full day date. And it goes really well. It feels like a typical bachelor date. They have a picnic and they have this conversation. And then at night, something changes. And I can't pick my finger on when to where we feel as viewers good about them being together. Isn't it weird? It's so weird. It's confusing because as viewers, I'm watching and all of a sudden, Cassie and Colton are happy. And then they're in a fantasy suite and they're waking up the morning together. And the show ends with him with the two of them going, I could wake up together Morning after morning after morning with you, and this is all great and good. That's my perspective on the episode. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was bad. I thought it was really confusing. But Ashley walks in here so pumped and says she gets emotional, and Ashley, I just exploded. I want you now to explode with your take on this episode. Okay, so I think you're totally right. When The first 15 to 20 minutes, I guess once we get past the family part, I was just like, mm, yeah, she's she's still not into this. Like, I even saw like her facial expression when he said, "I dumped Hannah and Tasha." Yeah, it looked like, oh wow, crap. Now um, I got no other way out. 
thing. I really thought that that's what her facial expression well, said. And, and just to interrupt you for one second, because the episode starts with Cassie saying, I'm so excited to go home. Yeah, uh, I'm exactly. so pumped to go home to my family. She's packing, and we're like, you want to just get out of here. Like, that's how I felt. Like, yeah. you don't want to be here any longer. She didn't even, well, not that we we don't know whether she said a lot of things about her feeling so bad and her missing Colton and all that stuff. Maybe it was edited out. But what they chose to put in was that, you know, she was excited to go home. And then her facial expression to me also said, I'd rather go home. And then, she, you know, he was like, I'm not giving up on this, blah, blah, blah. Still didn't really feel it until they had their picnic after they did that cliff walk down. What is it called? Propelling. Yeah, propelling down the mountain. Yeah. Or the cliff. And then I felt it because there was like something in her eyes that just seemed to be warming up to him. There's a lot of body language that seemed to turn there to, for me. And then it turned, and then dinner was like whatever to me. And then it really turned with the fantasy suite. That cute little scene where they're like telling the camera and the audio guys to leave was so cute and giddy. And then the next morning, I saw that body language again and the twinkle in her eyes. There was just like this new warmth that came over her. Didn't feel like she was pushing him away at all anymore. And then I felt giddy when that chapter of the episode ended. I was like, oh man, I feel good about them. I feel really good. I'm really happy. And then when I saw them on the couch, I was like, holy moly, this is a different woman. Mm -hmm. Totally felt like a different woman. She had so much more energy and vibrance about her. It was like she was alive. She was more articulate than ever. She didn't seem scared to talk or express her feelings, which I feel like she was often like so careful about the words that she chose. And then I feel great. And I feel good. And then I got on the phone with my mom. And my mom is like, if she breaks his heart, boy, I'm going to get so angry if she breaks his heart. Because my mom was like, I think she, I, my mom was hesitant over the huge change in her personality. Like, it could be an act. I don't think that. I, I don't think that. Just putting it out there. Don't think that. I don't think it was an act. Hannah, how weird do you feel talking about this? Is it weird for you? No, I like you hearing stop? it. No, no, no. Keep okay. it going. No, okay. I like hearing I like hearing your perspective. Um, I don't think it was an act. No, at, me no, no, at all. Okay. But I think it could come off to the viewers like an act. Okay. Perfect. Because it was so uh We won we just won unexpected so quickly. Yeah, we won eighty so quickly and we're asking why. Because in my mind, and, and Hannah, you were there for this. So I'd love, I, I would love your opinion to the, the level that you feel comfortable sharing it. In my mind as a viewer, I never knew Cassie, even though she said the words, I love you too, and all those, I never knew Cassie to like Colton as the viewer. Like I knew she was interested. I knew she was into him, but I never knew her to like Colton because it was never shown really. It was never experienced as a view uh, on the show. And all I knew her as was the girl that gave the, had the confidence to say, Colton, I'm not into this any longer. I need to go home. And I celebrated that. Like that was, I don't think the breakup was done in the best way, but Cassie's a sweet girl. I, I can tell she just wanted to go home. And I was like, that's fine Then go home. Like, don't yeah. be here any longer. And then all of a sudden she's still with him. Hannah, you were there for this. Do you think Cassie, did you ever get the sense that Cassie was really into Colton? I never saw Cassie with Colton. Okay. Um, Isn't that a weird phenomenon? People don't understand, but we like, barely see the lead interact with anyone else. Right. It's only my perspective the entire time. Like, no clue about anything else. Um, I can say from talking to Cassie, 
um, you know, while we live together, she's very, very sweet. And um, she's just such a light. And, um, you know, in her defense, <laughs> it's weird saying in her defense and hi, I'm, I also got broken up with. But really, you know, stepping back, it's like so many people expect for people to have perfect reactions to things. And that's not how life works on the show. It, it can be easily edited for things to just fall perfectly and sometimes in life you have moments of i don't know like i don't know moments like that happens to all of us and that's what life is is having those raw just like i'm not sure how i feel sometimes like i i know, i've rarely have an answer of how i feel exactly i don't really know sometimes and um maybe she was just having one of those real moments i would have think that would have sucked even more if she was just like okay yeah let's stay together just because you're into me but um I don't know sometimes things change sometimes it's not like she wasn't into him and that means this and this and this and sometimes things just change and i know that if you spend time with somebody and you get the chance to see these different qualities in them then you can move forward in your relationship which is something i didn't get so maybe she did get this with him of the chance of getting to know him and um it worked out no, Ben, you know? Ben, my theory is that there were a lot of those nice moments between them, warm, she likes him moments that we didn't get to see because it was better TV, a better narrative. If we were to just think all leading up to that fence jump that she just wasn't that into him, because I think back on the times where I hate bringing it back to me, but it's just a comparable situation. I feel like people would watch Paradise and be like, Ashley's whacked out like she, he he does not like her. Nobody's ever thought you're whacked out. Oh, please. So many people were like, we're not seeing that. Like, you're awesome. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> but but like a lot of people were like, she's not picking up on his signs. And and then um, they just weren't seeing so many of our good moments because they just chose not to put them in there because it was a better narrative for me to be like the crazy lovesick girl after the guy that just was never going to fall for it. It's, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I, I'm watching tonight and it's, it's a little bit, I'm still a little bit confused. I want to, I am celebrating Colton and Cassie. I've met Colton. I've been around Colton. He's happy and I've, I'm excited. I've been able to talk to him this week about how excited he is about the future. And Cassie, I haven't met yet and I'm sure she's great. And let's celebrate this story of them from this year's Bachelor. It was a great season. Hannah, you had a huge part in this, making this season fun and enjoyable and attractive and sometimes very awkward for me to watch. Not in a bad way. <laughs> Just making me feel all weird inside. Um, but it was hard for me to walk out tonight being like, hooray, like, let's celebrate because I was still confused. Like, once the show ended, I honestly, I looked over at the guys in the room. I was in the room with with Jason and, and Chris and um, some of the women and I was like... It, we all kind of were like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like we sell, um. we clapped and celebrated like when the door closed and then when it opened up and like, we were still excited and then the show ended, we're like, is that it? Like what's next? Like what's happening? And then they come out and you're happy for them. Like they're really good together. Like you can tell tonight on, on, when they saw on the couch, like good on them. Like they're, they're shining. They're celebrating. Mm -hmm. But it, for the first time in a long time, I felt like there wasn't a conclusion to the show. Like we felt before. Maybe because the proposal's not there. Maybe it seemed a little foggy. Like, yeah. 
usually it's a more clear, happy ending. And this one maybe wasn't as clear just because it didn't go the way that it usually does. I wonder if I want to ask you guys, Yeah. do you think that um, you felt like you had what ifs watching or no? Like with, with how things kind of ended, there's not usually like, I feel like maybe sometimes there's more answers with all of it, but it was just kind of like, I don't know. Or what do you think? I think that the only what if I was left with was what if your date went first that week? Yeah. I'm sure in the end it would have ended up the same. I'm sure that he would still yeah. be happy and in love with Cassie, but just interesting how the immediate future could have changed. Yeah. There is some what ifs. Uh, it might be, I don't know if it's going to hurt to hear. I, I think he mm-hmm. was completely sold out on Cassie. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there wasn't even what if in his mind. Like, I don't think there was any, actually kind of like we talked about earlier, I think by him letting you go and not spending the time with you is actually doing you a favor because I think he was so sold out. That there was nothing that was going to happen that night. Even if it went magically, that was changing his mind that Cassie was the one for him at the end. Yeah. I, I, I think I, why I said that though was from what you said of when you watched it, you were like, Oh, what? But what's next? I think that's why where I was like, I wonder if that's why it's not as clear is mm-hmm. because there it was just all of a sudden like, or, you know, such a switch. No, I get it. it I, I think that to bring it back to me again, Jared and I, when we announced our relationship, we did it with a 45 minute YouTube video because we had to fill in the gaps of what people from what, what where we left off in Bachelor in Paradise 3 to where we ended up because people wouldn't understand how we got together if it weren't for us explaining like step by step. That's good so point. we need a story of us for Cassie and Colton on what happened over the past four months. I'm surprised he didn't propose tonight. I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't, but I'm, I'm surprised. I'm so glad he didn't. I, I bet it was brought up. I bet, I, I bet that it came through his mind like should I or should I not? I'm glad he didn't because then I would have been even more confused. It would have been too much in one episode too fast. Like yeah. from her not being into it to being into it to being confused to then spending the night with him to a proposal all in one evening I would have been yeah, a wreck. That would have been. A I was already. <laughs> that would be fun to like attach, like you know, some weird controversy and negativity. You know, some people thinking that way mm-hmm. to such a special moment. Either you know, that was like Ari and Lauren last year. I think so many people wish that Ari hadn't proposed because we just saw him break up with Becca. We were yeah. not in the mood to see a proposal, but of course they're married now and happily ever yeah. after. But yeah, I think if Colton would have proposed tonight, we would would have been like, really? That wasn't the mood we were going for. But we're really happy to see you guys together as a couple. Well, and and Hannah, as you brought up earlier, and nobody knows this probably better than you do, but we actually talk about all the time. But like, this is an experience that is sometimes funny. It's super weird. It's awkward. And it's at some level joke. I mean, I literally have sat on a panel for the live shows two nights in a row and I walk out there and I'm 29 years old and I feel like the old man in the room. (laughs) And I'm like, I feel like the guy that comes back to prom five years later with a date. (laughs) Like I feel weird. Like I don't belong here anymore. This is awkward and it's funny and it's reality television. You belong. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Anna. No, I did. I walked out tonight and I sat down. I looked at Chris. I was like, I, I don't I don't think I can do this anymore, buddy. Like I, I, the commercial was like, I, I don't, I, this is my 20th time showing up on a panel. Like, what do you got to ask me? I feel like that every, every finale. I feel old, I, Ash. I'm always like, okay, well, now you're officially old. You are done. I'm, I feel old. But anyways, into my future. This show gets real. <laughs> we are yeah. like senior pluses. We're in our fifth year right now. We are fifth year seniors. <laughs> oh, jeez. I feel like it too sometimes. Um, but, 
to, like it, it's still real to me. Maybe the reason I am attracted to come back to these panels when they ask and when I want to come back on the show when they ask is because the show has a huge piece in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer with the person I was from the show. She's a great woman and I'm never ever regret the fact that we spent time together from the show. And for me, I think you're right because I know how hard it was for Lauren to experience our like proposal the day I broke up with Jojo, a woman I said I love you to. Like, I know how hard that affected her and how weird it was for her. And I get why it was weird and crazy and awkward. So I understand that. And I wish there would have been a different way to do it. Like, I wish that she could have had that special moment where she felt like her proposal at the time, you know, if, if we backtrack and think of, oh, life was going to be us together, like that she doesn't look back on the day that we got engaged. And she's like, yeah, but y'all broke up with a woman you, you loved the same day like that hurt her yeah. and i get why it's weird That's an interesting point. Yeah. you know yeah. so it would be nice if i didn't have to get engaged in front of an ex-boyfriend too yeah like so oh. <laughs> yeah you know Both like you guys. Yeah, we yeah. sit here and and i think about tonight if he would have proposed yeah it would have it sucked yeah like that's the bad part yeah. of the show because happy if, always goes along with sad Happy always. Oh, wow, Ashley, I can Eddie throwing that out the quote deep. tonight. I'm gonna get that tattooed yeah. now. Yeah. Guys, stop now. That's the most simple thing anyone could say. <laughs> no, that was awesome. Simplicity wins. Hey, always. speaking of, I don't know, really deep things, and Ashley's brain is just on fire tonight with excitement and wisdom. We've got to take a break. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. 
to Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Caulipower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Caulipower, crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I want to reiterate that even though Ben thinks it was weird and that I do think it was a quick 180, I'm very gleeful for them. Like I watched it and I was, I had like a lump in my throat and I just felt like my heart was like a little bit racing a little bit. I just got like this cool physical reaction to see two people that were like really happy. I was just so happy because throughout this entire thing, I've been kind of saying that Colton has been such a rootable, sympathetic character, and I've wanted him to be happy the entire time. And I think sometimes you focus more on the girls during the season, but I really think that Colton was kind of like the star. So you guys think they'll last? I, I mean, I think lasting 
especially when she's only 23 is like, that's a long life ahead of you. I think that they're going to be good for a while. If it's a, is it a lifelong thing? I don't know. I think that 23 is hard. I mean, you're 23, right? 24. But, 24. But yeah. did you ever you seem imagine much older? Am I the only do. one that thinks that? Well, Whoa. you seem much oh, older you. than Cassie does. Um, but I don't know. I mean, in the South, 23 is 23, 24 is probably oh, a typical age. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So engaged, it, married. Yeah. It's a thing. Is it weird to hear these city people like me and anybody like on the coast always talking about how 23, 24, that's so young to get married. Why would you do that? Yes. But I mean, how am I supposed to be defensive about <laughs> how I just actually feel in life? And, yeah. um, you know, some people are like, she has she has no substance. She hasn't gone through anything. I've been through a lot of things, but I've never used it as an excuse you know, for people to just relate to me. Like I have so many things that I go through and I would tell, you know, some of the producers things that I, that I've been there. And I was like, but I don't want to chat about it. Like the way I connect with people is how I am in the moment. And that was important to me. So am I ready for anything that life brings me? Yeah. Am I ready to like actually find love? Yeah. yeah. Another thing I just want to mention, I think, Ben and I keep getting comments on Instagram and Twitter that we are like not pro Cassie. I have never disliked Cassie. Um, I've had my moments of hesitance with Kaylin, um, thinking that she may be a little fake, but I never said anything about Cassie being, you know, I think Cassie admitted that she wasn't ready. You know, there were rumors that Cassie wasn't ready. She admits she wasn't ready. And that's just what we've been saying. And I think that we hate the fact that Colton was hurt by her and that she hung around for a while when she knew her feelings may not have been there. But I never had anything personally against Cassie. I think she's a very delightful seeming girl. Very sweet. I honestly, it's hard for me to have anything personally against anybody. I haven't met him. I watch this show like everybody else. I'm sitting in my living room drinking my wine being like, on the Almost Famous podcast, I've got to be upset with Cassie because I am confused. Did you guys talk about this? Sorry, I ran into the other room. So if I'm being repetitive, let me know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are upset that Colton did not reveal if he's a virgin That's or not. so dumb. I could care less. That makes me angry. I, talk amongst yourselves, <laughs> but let me just say it. People are upset because the whole season, it was such a focus so that is why I interpreted people were upset that it was like this big thing all season long. And then it just. I, I honestly, Hannah, how often was virginity talked about when you're around Colton? So watching back, it was so much more of a thing and figured, but in the moment, I mean, it was like, you know, what do you think about him being a virgin? I was like, I mean, that's his thing. You know, I mean, how, I don't know. Like, yeah. that's just who he is. I didn't really have much to say about it. And I respected that. That's a part of his life. If I was a virgin going into this, then like, is he supposed to judge me? Like, what's like, yeah, what's what are you deal? supposed to do with it? Exactly. And it's like, I think that's his business. Yeah. What, you know, is he out there in the world? And that's such a big part of the storyline. Yeah. But like, he doesn't owe that to anybody. And what about to tell them Cassie too? Oh, just, yeah, she's part of this if now. If he so, revealed like, it, that would be revealing something personal 
very personal about her, yeah. which many people probably would criticize if he did. Don't you think? Because remember, Nick? Ooh. Yeah, it's bad. Well, and I also like, you know, Cassie had brought up at some point to the women either in the house or on the show that her family doesn't know she's not a virgin. So like, her, I mean, my parents didn't know until... I did this show, like what my status was. They don't need to know. That's not important. That's weird for them to know, right? Like it, it would be awkward if somebody sat down on the show and was like, yeah, I'm not a virgin. I don't want to be. Or I'm a virgin and my parents all know my status. Like this is a very private, weird moment. And I would say, though, on this episode, Hannah, was I wish Colton would have put his foot down a little bit more on stopping the virgin talk. Because there was moments where it was unnecessary. Like tonight on the episode, I was like so into his story. You know, as a friend, I'm feeling for him. I'm like, all right, you're killing it, dude. Like you're into it. You've done a really tough thing by letting some really great women go and you're pursuing Cassie and we're all into it. And then he sits down with his parents and the very first thing he says, oh, I hated that. and he chose to do this is guys, I'm not a virgin. And I'm like, Colton, you just ruined this moment. Did I miss this? And then he, of course, and then, says, and then they're I'm all kidding, like talking. I'm kidding, yeah, they're, they're all talking, and the brother's like, "I knew it was going to be the case." And the mom is like, "What? You know, Colton's brother knew that you weren't going to be a virgin anymore." And then Colton's like, "But I'm just kidding, guys." And I'm like, "I mean, yeah. For me, maybe it's maybe it's I'm I'm per, like it, it's very personal to me because my my co-host Ashley that was her storyline. No, and and for a while when we were doing the show, like that was still your storyline. And it was not fun for me to see you get like squirmy, squirmy and like a little like feeling shameful for being a virgin. And like we would talk about who's going to be the first guy and can he carry that burden? And is that like it's always the burden with me. the burden? And it was oh. like, this is just feels dirty and weird. And are we like, like, are we disappointed if Colton doesn't lose his virginity? Like, are we celebrating the fact that like he's having sex, which is one of the most, if not, it is the most powerful physical interaction two people can have together and we're gonna say because you did this crazy show now we expect you to have sex and we need to hear about it like no i don't want to hear about it no could you imagine if this was a girl a female lead if this oh. was a bachelorette and then the question kept being thrown out there are you still a virgin are you still a virgin oh my gosh there'd be so much hate you're right. Mm-hmm. So it's it feels weird. Standard. And so I'm not happy with Colton about that. I'm happy with him about a lot of things. He shouldn't have sat down with his family and been like, I'm not a virgin. I that guess. felt weird. But he he didn't know what he was doing. But he handled it well like on stage. Joke. During the bad live, yeah, during the live component, he did a really good job just saying, like, now there's another woman. There's a woman involved. It's yeah. not just one of us talking about our sex life. It's somebody else, too. So we're not going to go there anymore. Can I, I want to take a second here because I feel like this is a good moment for us is the three of us to talk about right um we watch the show and kids are watching this show young women and young men and i felt like if i was a virgin watching this show that i was doing something wrong or laughable or something i should be embarrassed of and so if i was a virgin for whatever reason my faith just that i hadn't had the opportunity i well, hadn't found the right person. Maybe I wasn't attractive. Maybe, maybe I'm the guy sitting there going, I'm, I, I've, I haven't found a woman that wants to have sex with me. And I'm sitting there in my household as a 40-year-old virgin or a 12-year-old virgin. And I'm, if I watched The Bachelor this year, we talked about it week one, 
I would have felt shameful for my decision or embarrassed of my decision or feeling like I was doing something wrong, and I don't like it. Unless you thought Colton was cool. Well, that's what I was going like, to flip hey, it. And you're like, hey, that dude's hot and cool and athletic and a professional football player, and he's a virgin and he's admitting it on TV. I will tell you from personal experience, when the Jonas Brothers were open about their virginity when I was 20, (laughs) I remember that. It's okay to laugh. It's it's okay to laugh. They, of course, showed it off like it was a good thing. Like it was a a thing that they encouraged people, you know, if they didn't encourage or not encourage, but you know, like this is us and we feel good about it. So if you want to do the same, good for you. That made me feel so good. It made me feel like there are really cool, hot, popular people out there who are in the same boat as me, and it makes me feel good. I think that I would be looking at Colton the same way. Um, I just, I do think that you can flip it either way. I think some people are probably interpreting this as, oh, it's something to get rid of. And I think some other people are looking at him being like, There are hot, really amazing virgins out there. So then would to fix all, I mean, would you have preferred then Colton at the end of this? Say he is a virgin. Say him and he he and Cassie did not sleep together. That he on the live show or at the end goes, yeah, I'm still a virgin and I'm proud of it because you know what? For as much as I loved her, she wasn't there yet. We wanted to spend an evening together and it wasn't right because I've said, he said through this whole thing, I'm waiting for that right person who loves me and I love them to experience this night together. Would you prefer that to be the case? Well, he kind of did say that about the fantasy suite. He said, I will let you know that with the fantasy suite, it didn't happen. Not, you know, he, he lengthened it and made it a little bit more vague than that, yeah. but I'm pretty darn sure nothing happened in the fantasy suite. Are we suite. talking about Tasha? No, we're talking about what yeah. they said on the live show today. Yeah. Oh, with Cassie. Yeah. With Cassie. Well, feels weird, Hannah. Feels weird for you to be sitting here and we're, we're saying this, but Colton's season is now over with. We've completed another season of The Bachelor. It was a great, a great season. Um, Colton doesn't have a bad bone in his body, and we're gonna wait patiently and see where he and Cassie end up. But guys, can we give a round of applause? That Colton's season of The Bachelor is officially closed. And it was so good. Woo! Let's do it again. (laughs) Hannah Hannah G, probably, uh, if not the most, one of the most celebrated cast members this year. Thanks for joining the podcast. But we're not done yet. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk Hannah B with Hannah G. (laughs) As every parent knows... Kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes.
Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC, can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I mean, I've just conquered so many, like, years in the past 24 hours, like, Live TV. Like, you know, like the Public first speaking. time that you do anything like that. And then also just being like, I'm going to say stuff about my breakup on national television yeah. and watching it. And then, be, you know, just all of these like months and all of this add up has like come down to this. And then like really just sitting here with you guys. It's really freaking crazy. You're like a so year ago, li- like literally a year ago, I would have When did died you first watch a if season? I heard this. Like, can, can you remember your first season you watched the show? Like, did you watch... Ashley or Ben? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like, yeah. Who's, I wonder who's where it the started. Lead? I remember when, I remember the my moment with that was, um, I was, I had done the Bachelorette. I had met Caitlin, which was a, a total, and Brit. And I walked up and I said hello to them. I was like, holy cow. I got so nervous. They were like celebrities in my eyes. Yeah. And, and then you end up like falling for the person and it feels okay at the end. But I was still intimidated by Caitlin. Like very intimidated by Caitlin for really the whole season. Like I was always a little nervous around her. Yeah. And then I became The Bachelor and I, I remember this. I was sitting in a black car at The Bachelor Mansion. It was my very, fir- very first night and Sean Lowe and Chris Souls walk out of a car and they walk like right by my window but they can't see me because it's tinted. And I was like, holy cow. Like those dudes first off are studs. Second off, I've watched them on television and I'm yes. them now. Like, how does that work? That's so cool. For sure. I feel like that with you guys. Really? Mm. For That's sure. how I felt but I don't feel, I don't feel like scared like used to. It was just like, you know, you build so much up in your yeah. head and stuff. But like, you guys are so cool and down to earth and like normal people. And it's funny that some people are thinking that about me. And it's yeah. just a weird. They'll freak out about Crazy you. thing. You Unless know? You it's so you. fun. But, but some people like. Okay, I need to not go off topic. That's I'll be okay. really quick. No, but like. Just like the whole, just this whole thing of like, oh my gosh, you're so great, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm okay. But like, there's people like doing crazy, amazing that's things bad. for this world yeah. and not getting bad. recognition for it. And that's where it's just like, it's been a weird, just like trying to take things in and yeah. you know what I mean? There's yeah. people that are like my old neighbor, he just got diagnosed with like brain cancer and he has like, you know, four months to live or five months to live. And I love him so much. And it's just like, like those moments, I'm like, that's real stuff. Like, yeah, I can talk about my breakup. And yes, it was really real for me, but I feel selfish sometimes because I'm like, there's real stuff happening in this world, you know? Can I give you the best advice? Yeah. Don't lose that. Oh my God. It's so don't, funny that don't, you say that. Don't lose that. Like, hold on to that thought. No, remember that feeling because this this whole thing, and you're not done yet. Like your story is just beginning and it's going to be incredible. And no matter what, ends up if you're in a relationship you go to paradise paradise you don't or whatever like your impact in this world is going to be incredible and there's going to be a moment and i'm telling you it happened when um recently for me and i was telling jess like it just happened a few months ago where i realized that i became a little bit numb to humility for the first time ever that i was 
I knew who I was and I knew where I stood in this world, but I had lost that perspective that I, that I had started for the first time to accept the fact that I was something bigger than I really was, or that I, I was cooler than I really was, or I was chasing relevance more than I ever thought I would. And it hit me that that is a selfish and an unfulfilling and a finite ambition. And so the best thing, and, and it was given to me when I first got off the show, was don't lose that humility. Like, don't lose that like pure perspective because once you do this whole thing comes crashing down around you way too fast because the coolest part about this is there's going to be moments and moments and moments that you have a real impact in somebody's life because they love you and they respect you and they care for you and then all of a sudden you look around you and you go you, and the coolest thing would be that you've never changed that you're just popular yeah, yeah. because you're an incredible person and find someone you really trust really trust that if you lose that because it can happen that they smack you back because totally. you need that person that goes, Hey, yeah, you're, you're going off the path because mm-hmm. it's yeah. almost inevitable that it happens. Yeah. It makes so, me emotional thinking about it. It's just wild y'all. It's so funny. Like, that this you, is real life. I was so different a few months ago, I you know? know? Yeah. It's really weird how it happened so fast, <laughs> but it's weird. Cause I was just talking to Access's producer, Trisha, who mm-hmm. you met earlier today, you took mm-hmm. a picture with her. And she was like, I love Hannah G so much. She was like, just so real and like everything is new and exciting to her. And I just want her to say that my biggest advice to her is don't change. And then you guys just said that. So weird. Hey, let's take a second here. She could really pick up on it. This is a cool moment. Hannah G, welcome to the Bachelor family. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm so pumped that you're part of it and, uh, and I'm excited for what the future brings. And so speaking of the future, somebody was on the season with you, shares the same name. Hannah B was announced tonight as the bachelorette. The response on social media has not been exactly positive, but, but here's the thing. I remember how, on how nervous I was when I was announced as The Bachelor, I couldn't talk. I couldn't speak. It was those things you were just talking about, Hannah, of like, is this real life? Like, this is yeah. weird. The Kardashians are sitting in the waiting room right now, like on high yeah. I'm announced as The Bachelor. Like, is this real life? Because I don't belong here. But somehow now Chris Harris and I are like sitting side by side on a couch talking about my love story. This really effed up. And so Hannah B tonight was nervous on television. So nervous. I find that endearing and I think it's exciting because she, if you ask her right now, I'm not going to speak for her and then we're going to let Ashley loose because she came in so pumped up. She, I think maybe would have the same perspective you do. Like I, I'm so nervous because I can't believe this is happening. Ashley, you don't agree with social media. Social media might be hating on Hannah B, but you're saying what? I think it's incredible. I think it's completely endearing, but I think that it's so great that she's like, I'm nervous. I'm awkward because that's exactly what everybody at home, if they be like, if you were in somebody's house, a bachelor fan and you were like, you're the next bachelorette, let's go bring five guys out here. You'd be like, Oh my God, I'm so awkward. This is so funny. I can't find my words. (laughs) It's exactly how anybody would be. It wasn't like she was practicing for this. It just, it's happening and it's like it's happening to a fan, which is so fun to watch. Super relatable. It's so relatable. I just see myself and my friends in Hannah. And I've never, like all the other Bachelorettes, I love them, but they're so 
well-spoken and poised and controlled like they're filling a role like they just stepped into the president like the oval office of the bachelor and she's just like holy moly yeah, I can yeah. and she's not an underdog by any means but it almost feels like that like yeah. i always root for any underdog always and yeah. so seeing that you know hearing that she got it i'm really really excited for her it's very mixed reviews if that's the right word mixed thoughts online but some people are saying it, it will be fun to watch because it's almost so awkward but it's like that's what it would be in real life this is like the person that's not feeling what the role that they think they need to fill, they're truly just being themselves. They're they're not like filling the last person's shoes. So like, oh, do you understand that? I, I kind of, I'm, I'm, yeah, I do. I, I'm with you on this. I'm gonna, I, I want to watch this season because it, it's gonna feel like watching the kind of the the nerd or the girl next door, like you know, that your neighbor that all of a sudden hits it big and you're like, you're now on national television. Your love story is being told and you're freaking out and I'm freaking out for you. And and I get the role thing. I look back on my time as a bachelor. I remember how they asked me. It was in, it was like a month before we announced it that they said, are you interested? And then a week before I was announced, they said, okay, you're it. And I, I, I think I had, I, I don't know if I prepared or if I filled a role, but I think in a sense, I never was intimidated by by the moment so maybe like that that and i don't think jojo was or becca was or rachel was or caitlin was like i think there's a unique personality that like you know hannah i I sit here with you and i think you would have still had the like kind of like excitement and the giddiness but you would have filled the role really well like you would have sat down poised like you did last night with colton and you would have been able to speak and i think hannah b has a unique personality where she's not prepared She's probably not ready to be the bachelorette. She's ready for love, mm-hmm. but she's yeah. not ready to be yeah, the bachelorette. I like. And it's the first time that in, in, in a long time. It honestly kind of reminds me of Chris Souls. Chris Souls was not a, a prototypical bachelor. Yeah. He could barely put a sentence together on national TV for a long time. But we saw his, I mean, I, and I love Chris Souls, yeah. but his love story was played out and he got better. He got more comfortable. And then when he was at the end with the people that he really loved, he was composed. He was, he was calm. He was collected. And we got to know Chris better because of it. But when he was first announced to The Bachelor, he was not good. Like, he, he couldn't put a sentence together. <laughs> he had a great cast of girls that really helped him along. Because even though he was my Bachelor, sometimes I don't even remember him talking. Like, some, I don't even know how he carried the show. Yeah. Yeah. But he loved... But, but, he felt, but, he, so, but I love... Like, he's the sweetest He's the sweetest man. man. Like, he's yeah. a great dude. But I think Hannah B. and Chris both have that. We want to root for him. We're going to cheer for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hannah, what's your thoughts? Are you up? Uh, let's pause. You're really close to her, right? And are you upset you're not the Bachelorette? Yeah, I know. You're definitely like the one behind her. So my thoughts are that I don't think that just because she's not filling, you know, the normal role and approaching it the normal way, I think it's going to be a different season. And maybe that's what they're wanting is for somebody to switch things up a little bit and is it going to be perfect? No. But is it going to be her real, like wearing her heart on her sleeve kind of season? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be different and people are going to tune in and I'm definitely going to watch. I told her that um, like I'm her biggest fan and, you know, I, I'm i team fine love because I want that too. And I think she definitely wants that. She definitely is ready to um, settle down and I know her intentions are... So good. I know. And I, 
I see through people. I'm like a reader. I'm a feeler. I get it. But, you know, you talk with her and you know that she's ready. And mm-hmm. it's not going to be perfect. But she knows that. And mm-hmm. she's just going to roll with it, I think. Which is cool. Um, with me, I um, I think it was just... it. Like I said, it would have just been a different kind of season. And I think I kept going into it being like, it's meant, you know, whatever's meant to be is going to happen. And even though that's so basic, but it's so true. I can't just, you know, be disappointed if I don't get something or, you know, I, I can't set myself up for any kind of failure, especially when it deals with love and my heart and um, all of that kind of stuff. So that's not where I'm supposed to meet my person. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's not about me. Like the world doesn't revolve around me. Maybe this is Hannah B's chance to find her person. And this is faded. I mean, maybe it's just for Hannah B and then mine is just coming at some other point in my life and I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. And I know that there's a lot of um, pressure with it. And for me, how hard it was for me to get my heart really, really broken. um, I think that that would have been extremely difficult for me to do to somebody else. Obviously, anybody's going to feel that way, but I think it was still a little fresh and my heart's still a little bruised from it. So I don't know. Would it have been a trigger if I'm like, oh, this dude really like is in love with me? Like, I, it would take me back to, you know, this thing that just happened. Well, it happened a few months ago, but rewatching it and reliving that. So, I don't know. Man, you're good. She's really good. Yeah, I, I don't know what good. we do. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really know what to say. I don't know if I've ever met like a Hannah G who's not like our bachelorette. Like, she sits in here and she reminds me of Becca Coop, like yeah. Coop friend, like where we're like we're both sitting here and we're like. Dang. Yeah. Like, I want to see more of you. Which brings me to the question. <laughs> Hannah G. Oh. <laughs> are we going to see you in paradise? I don't know. Is I don't know if they'll ask me. <laughs> well, they're going to. Okay. <laughs> Hannah G. be the star of paradise. Are oh, you I don't ready know. The bachelorette for paradise? I was so close to finding somebody really cool. And it made me realize that I do want something serious. I don't want to just, like, date around and, like... It's just not my thing. Um, so, I mean, another chance to find love, make myself and my love story, my priority would be kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. So why not? I mean, I feel like it'd be hard to say no to. Of course. I, I'm worried about you. Because everybody's going to be obsessed. You're getting a lot of attention. Are you ready? For, I mean, I don't, don't play humble here. Don't I'm play not, humble. I'm not. I haven't except, read it. I have not. Lo- I've barely looked at my phone. No, just. Ex- okay. Let's assume that Ashley and I are fortune tellers and that we know all. We've been around this season, like we said, a long time now. You're going to get a lot of attention, kid. Crazy. Is there anyone we can think of that would be like great guy Blake. to have there? Blake Hortzman. Possible. I don't know. Oh, I see. I I'm going to predict it now. Still no one deserves Hannah. No, I was going to say, but I like. Jeez. I love Blake. <laughs> you guys are sweet. Ash, um, would you recommend she goes on Paradise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, here. She's yeah. getting married from yeah, Paradise. So, I know. So I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Like The Bachelor, you're going to go into it and you're going to be like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like, I maybe make some new friends. It'll be like on an adventure, right? And then you're going to get there and you're going to forget all about that. And you're probably going to fi- like fall for someone. Then it, it's going to be this whole experience all over again. What yeah. if one of Hannah B's guys, speaking of your oh, destiny. faded yeah. destiny, what if one of Hannah B's guys is actually meant for Hannah G and will meet him in paradise? I'm, I'm with Ashley on this, though. I don't know. I have this sense that Hannah B's guys, I don't know why, but I, mean, I don't know who they are, aren't going to live up to what Hannah G deserves. 
I don't. I don't know why I feel that way. Like I, in my head, I'm thinking That's about some of the guys that could be in paradise right now that I already know. Right? Not to name names because you choose on your own. You do what you do, and I like gonna, advice. I like tips. You know. But I know. Uh, I I feel like you and I would know a lot of the guys from past seasons that would be going on this. We right. know them personally, and it's hard for me right now after meeting you tonight, Hannah G. Would be to even think about you with any guy from Hannah B. Season because. I, I just feel like the bar is set so high Some for you. Some ass clown. Yes. I don't know. Well, here's I, I here's another people. hope I have for you. If Paradise doesn't work out, then I definitely want to see you as the Bachelorette next year. Oh well, who knows? Then What's meant to be going to be? You know, then I'd have two very favorite girls as Bachelorette two years in a row. I'm stealing Aww, Ashley's, the I'm stealing Hannahs Ashley's. taking over. The Hannahs. <laughs> you never know. I'm stealing your question, but if you had a celebrity crush, that sometimes helps us figure out yes. your type. Who's like your ultimate celebrity crush? You can give one, two, or three celebrity crushes. Like, if they're married, is one, that two, weird? That no, matter, it's fine. We just want to know your physical type. Idea. Like, we're not actually going to be like, Matt Damon. Eric Decker. Okay. Uh, I can see you with Eric. I was not expecting that. Really? Not at all. Nah, can can you was. give us two more? I could see with an Eric-like man, not the Eric I hate the type thing because I don't know if I have a type. Like, I know that there's different qualities and stuff, but, like, it's really, like, a connection thing for me. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's unique. I've heard that 80 times. But, like, really, like, I could be like, oh, we're going to connect for sure. And then I've met people before, and I'm like, we're never going to. Yeah. I don't never want to see you again. You you suck. <laughs> so you never know. Um, Just a good connection. I don't know. Okay, so then we'll follow up here. If there's any guys from past seasons that you already know have been on the show that could be in Paradise, who are you most interested in? I feel like everybody's getting taken. I know. There's not many left, are there? No, literally the only one I can think about is Dean. He's like, What about Dean? No more Dean. No, He's All the only one we throw girls, But come up with somebody else that you think could show up in Paradise. I really feel like everybody's getting scooped up. Go back to the backlog. I feel like this is the year of relationships, right? I mean, I found a relationship. Yeah. Ashley's, you know, going to have babies in a year or two. Yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine being in the studio pregnant? <laughs> I'm having an easier time. Oh, I'm so happy She's so for emotional you. already. This a would be celebrity ridiculous. seems like I could play that game better than like a bachelor yeah. celebrity. I don't know. I can't think of Hannah that. G, you're at, our I expectations for you are, are big time. The Almost Famous Podcast, that feels weird to say. No, I'm... And, and Ashley, I'm speaking for you, Ashley. We're just, I, I love you. Like, you're, you, I'm really glad mm. you came in tonight. Like, I, I think there's some people that come into the the, the show and walk out and, and Ashley and I, like, we want to be protective of that person. We, I, oh, I feel I'm that gonna, way like, with you. Sing your praises everywhere now. Yeah. And I'm Thanks, not, we're guys. like not buttering you up. I know we should be doing this like off mic, but oh, really, really great vibes. Yeah. Can I just go back and say one more thing about Hannah B? Yeah, we, you know then how, we got to get her out of here. It's past you know bedtime. You know how I said the presidential <laughs> thing? I feel like all of you bachelor and bachelorettes could kind of like run and become a like student body president. <laughs> you have like that composure. Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like the random girl who like fangirls <laughs> yeah. about boy bands at like a random table in the cafeteria just totally took the lead. Wait, yes. time out. Time yes, out. she's representing me. It just me. hit me. It just hit me. <laughs> Hannah B is Ashley I. Stop this. Hey, Don't this is that's it. You like that? Don't crack me. the code. Um, you're right. Nope. Us politicians, we <laughs> politicians. We're the best at being the best. Is Sean Mendez too young for you? No, I feel Amy, like he yes. is her age. Yes. 
Give too him. young. Too young. How old okay. is he then? Give me a moment. I don't know. Do you like guys so older than you? Would you date yes. 30? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just got it. Don't okay. hesitate. I'm 30. I'm 30 it, in two weeks. But I'll, I'll mouth it. No. Oh, I thought He's that was a good one. 40. Is 40 too old for you? Maybe uh, a bit. Okay, I'll go with 30. Give me little... time. Guys, I'm almost 30. Let's not throw 30 out there as being old, please. I'm 30 in two weeks. Give me a break. Who's like a... It's already hard for me. Hey. Who's like a great 30? Listeners of the Almost Zach Famous Ebron. podcast. Zach Levy? Zach Levi? Ebron. Do you know him? Uh, Zach Amy, it's Shazam. really late. I'd like him. We filmed this. He might be 40. We've recorded this after tonight's episode of The Bachelor. I'm tired. I've got to get home. It's, I've got Zach a flight Efron. in the morning. Zach, oh, Efron. Zach Efron. That's what I said. He's 31. Oh, did you he's not good Zach? enough for her. Guys, he's not good enough for our Hannah G. Find somebody good enough for me. All right? Okay. You guys got to be on the lookout. All the ones I know are married. Um, We got to take a second here because <laughs> we do it every season. At the end of every season, we got to thank our listeners. Listeners, thank you so much for listening to the Almost Famous Podcast. We appreciate you. We're the re- you're, you are the reason we continue to do this. This isn't just fun and games for us. This is our jobs. This is what we do for a living. But it's also really great to connect with you. So please email us at Ben and Ashley um, Almost Famous. John Mayer's too old. Amy, I've got to get home. I'm giving so my moment much. here. Um, Colton's season was fantastic, and The Bachelor is fun. But remember. The reason we do this is because it became real life for all of us. We have Hannah G sitting in the studio tonight going, that this is real and I want to find something great. And I think finding somebody great could have happened on the show. Hit so great, Amy, but a little bit too old. Um, and I've been Ashley. <laughs> hey, we love you. We thank you to another season of The Bachelor. We've done it. Ashley. We did it. You're and great. I, and it was so much fun. You're glowing. Thank you. And now we're on to Hannah B. So Colton, sorry, buddy, but you're in the past. <laughs> We've got a new one to worry about. We're going to be here sophomore next week. Don't now. let the people think Actually, we're not going to be here next week. We're going to be yeah. here next week. We're not stopping. The off season has continued. So Get what does that mean? Get beds. <laughs> what does it mean in the off season? It means. Bob fit fun. Ben bitches. <laughs> Quip Are we going to do Ben Bitches again? We're going to do Ben Bitches. We can also do Ben Sermon. We're going to do a little moment where I preach. <laughs> Who the heck are you? I mean, hey guys, in my opinion, nobody can have enough Jesus. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Yeah. Hannah G. No, 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 no. I've, no, no. Been. I've, I've been, been. What? Hannah G. I've been Hannah G. Wrap us out. We're out. Wait, wrap us out. Sitting right here and you're interviewing me. Y'all don't forget it because you know it's Hannah G. Bye. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.